Please be advised Mental Health Mondays deals with some heavy topics and subjects such as mental health, suicide, sexual assault and more. Please listen at your own discretion and please seek professional help if you are struggling. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Nuggies podcast and another episode of Mental Health Mondays. Today I have a really special guest with me, <laughs> one of my closest friends who I've known for what like eight eight years or something now, Been something along those lines. <laughs> um, I will hand it over to her to introduce herself and plug herself a bit and we'll get into it. Hi everyone, um, my name is Jeanette and I have been uh, friends with Ebony obviously for a long time but I've been content creating um, for about eight years now. So um, mainly it started off as fashion and then, and then I don't know how long it's been but but I've been putting in uh, skincare and a bit of lifestyle stuff and um, only like a few years ago um, I was diagnosed with like I was had general anxiety for a long time, but um, about COVID, when COVID started, my anxiety was through the roof, and obviously depression was really high, and I was um, obviously um, at a bad point in my life. Obviously, we we're going through something at that time, but um, I was at a bad point in my life that um, they I was yeah obviously suicidal. So, but um, thanks to friends of like Ebony and that. I obviously stuck around. <laughs> I can see I'm seeing her as I'm saying this. <laughs> and she looks so happy. Oh, that's better. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, and I've not as bad as I, I don't think I've ever as bad as I was. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not in that space, headspace anymore. However, um, I am working on it. Um, I'm, I'm much better than I was, i, I got to say. Um, and I, I think a lot has got to do with, like, I'm very independent. Um, okay, so background story: I'm Muslim. So um, in now in in Albanian, in, being Albanian as well, the culture they don't like to admit that there's a mental health issue when there's a problem. Um, they like to like, I wouldn't say my family, but I know a lot of them like to admit not admit that there's something wrong. So I didn't want to like obviously accept it that I had you know really bad depression and. I was like the highest and um, uh, my anxiety was really high. So I didn't want to admit that, but um, I'm like, I just have to do it. I have to look after myself and I have to focus on getting better. Like this is obviously a real situation. Um, So, yeah. And then 2020 um, came around, obviously, had depression was really high and, um we're in lockdown and I decided to do fasting 30 days, which I'm currently doing now. So um, pretty much, if you're not familiar, it's before sunrise and sundown, no water, and it's dry fast and it's 30 days. So it is intense, but it is when you when you leave that, it's such a great feeling. And I thought I'd try it because I've never tried it. And when I, when I got asked to do it when I was younger, I was like, no, 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 I can't do it, I can't do it. But I never really tried. 
I was like, come try with me. We'll do it together. So um, long story short, I did it, obviously, and, you know, it was. I, I felt like, I said to my mum, I felt such a, like, I've never felt so happy in my life. Like, that's the happiest I've been before everything's happened. Like, and mm. me to say that, that's that's a lot. Did like, you I'm, find, like, for me, obviously, for me, it started when I was really, really young. And you don't really know it's depression or anxiety back then, but you know something's up. Yeah. Do you find that because of the faith background that you may have been going through something like that when you were younger but wouldn't have known because it was pushed aside and hidden? Or do you think it was something that it came to you later on in life due to certain circumstances? I did think I had something when I was younger. um, A friend into someone that I used to hang out with and... She said to me, I used to cry randomly. So, like, that could mm. be, obviously, that is, you know, when you cry, obviously, there's a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. there. Um, but I wouldn't say it was really bad, but it was, it was there. I don't think it was definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think my anxiety was really bad. It's like, I don't, I wasn't anxious for a long time. But um, when, obviously, my father passed away and that kind of bring that up 100%. And I was depressed, but that, that was easily, like, not an issue. That wasn't, it was anxiety because I was just, it was obviously, you know, post-traumatic sy- syndrome kind of thing. I saw yeah. a lot of that. But um, I don't think it was depression at all. It was very much anxiety. But, again, that went away after a few years. And then I got made redundant. That came back up again. Again, depression wasn't there. It was just anxiety. But once COVID came in and was full lockdown, couldn't see anyone. Um, I couldn't see dad, you know, and that was really the hardest thing. Like that's what made me like break down. And yeah. I, I take it. I couldn't, have, I couldn't even think of continuing on if I couldn't see dad. Like it's not, um, you know, just like, well, it would have been routine for you because you'd yeah. always gone to see the, the site, yeah. And just cleaning it up, checking the soil, like not that the soil goes down or anything, but, you know, like just checking, see if it's okay. And that's something that I always want to do. And I said to my mum, I'm going to make that promise. I've always said I'm going to look after my parents and that's even if they're dead, I'm still going to do it. Hmm. And that's what I'm always going to do. I've, like, um, you know, mental health is obviously in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think with me having that, she was able to recognise that she's got some of those qualities. Yeah. And um, she's not that to say that she's going to go take tablets, but she knows now the, the characteristics and the things. And warning that, signs sort of thing. But, mm. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> she mm. and Or she says a few, you know, like um, religious things and she just gets back and centres down and she, she feels better. So is that something that you guys are able to talk about now or still because of the religious background she's accepting it but still standoffish sort of thing? No, she's 100% into it now. She yeah. gets um, um, I don't think it's like I, I, I spoke to a few people. I don't think it's a religious thing. I think it's more of a cultural thing. The yeah. women really, especially for mum's generation, they're really shy of feelings and emotions and all they were were housewives, as we we discussed. Mm. And, um, like, you know, like as yeah, and I don't think 
it's a yeah, religious thing. I think it's more of a cultural thing. Yeah. Uh, less than men, and that's what the men think anyway. Um, you know, we, we're, we're not strong or we're not anything like that, but obviously we are far from that. We are opposite of that. And mm. having me in the family as well, <laughs> I remind her <laughs> of, of that as well. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, because I'm very, like, opinionated and I'm independent and, like, obviously very independent and um, very shy. And, and like, I go, I'm not made any differently because I'm like this. It's, it's just the way I am. And yeah. I'll suppose to things differently to sh- than she has. But she's, like, um, and she gets it now why, like, my mental health and that. Like, at the start she didn't get it. But then I had to talk to her and I go, look, I have to, figure this out like this is something I have to do like I don't want to be like I'm still single obviously and I want to be at least figured out in my brain before yeah. I meet yeah you, you want to be in a a decent headspace before you yeah. start bringing someone else in yeah and I yeah. don't want I don't want to put that guy through it you know no yeah but, um yeah and you I think don't that's something that's held you back when it comes to dating is the mental health side of things yeah, I've re- I've realized it was a recent one. I realized it was just uh, I I said to him I had issues, and he's like, no, no, that's okay. Like I respect that, but um, I didn't deal with it properly, and I mm. I I'm like I should handle that better. Like yeah, fighting, you know, like I'm like freak, you know. But um, anyway, long story short, we're not talking anymore. Mm. But um, it is what it is. He wasn't obviously strong enough to understand it but yeah um and that's the thing I don't think a lot of people understand is that unless you're dealing or have dealt with someone close to you that's going through mental health it's not an easy thing to deal with yeah yeah it's it's definitely um a lot of pressure onto the other person to be able to understand what you're going through yeah and be there for you but um I'm so glad, like, I've got you as a friend and you obviously get yeah. it. <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah, like, I get the plug for our friendship. Fuck the yeah. podcast. <laughs> 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 seriously, though. Like, I don't think I say it enough, but, yeah, I do appreciate it in so many ways. Um, you know, and I've got heaps of friends that um, are similar, so, which is good. Um. But yeah, I like going back on the discussions with mum. But yeah, she, she, she gets it now. Like, she, which I'm really happy. Like, I got her thinking about it, and 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 she's like, "Look, you have been exposed to a lot of in life than most people have." You know, yeah. She's um, I'm not gonna say anything bad. She goes, "But I just want you to be okay." She goes, "I don't want you to like, you know, at the end of the day, those thoughts are not." they're not real like because they're just thoughts they're just yeah just, and she goes you're dealing with it. you're learning to do things for yourself religiously she goes and you know um what you need to do she goes but into the day they're just thoughts and I, I don't want you to take them too seriously you know so so have you found like for me personally I found other ways of dealing with um the depression and anxiety through lockdown with anything because obviously you can't go out and do anything yeah so is there anything that you reckon you've uh come across now or possibly during lockdown because for those of you who don't know we're both from melbourne and we had 
the most ridiculous overstayed lockdown you can think of. Yep. No. Um, that you don't think you would have found otherwise? Like, is there something that you, you've come across or something that you think has helped handle things differently or better or, or even worse? Um, I mean, like, I, I suck in lockdowns. Um, but I do keep in contact with everyone, like, as much as I can. Um, that's my best advice. I do see them i do drive past and be like this is <laughs> hello i'm here <laughs> i can <still> live <laughs> but like yeah i do as much i try not to get on social media as much as like i try to do what i gotta do and then left left get yeah. off it um at the start i was like really watching everything and went on that crazy path that way at that time but um now I'm like, I don't even watch it. I just do my thing, do what I can do, what I what I want to do. Like there's always something that like, okay, so now obviously we're out of lockdown. So we're able to go do all these things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Was but things there just in case if we do get back in lockdown, I know I want to do that. Yeah. I could put online, do it, build, like I say, finish, finish my wardrobe, buy it off like yeah. get it done. But um it's like you've put it aside for a rainy day sort of thing. Like it's stuff that needs to be done. But in the off, well, not off chance being Melbourne, in the chance that we go into lockdown again, yeah. <laughs> it's it's there. It's ready to go. <laughs> so that's that's the the plans are there. They're just ready for when mm. we get back in. So mm. uh, I've done stuff like that, and I've done a lot of non social media stuff. So I bought some like crossword stuff, and I've, I've shown mm-hmm. you crossword. Yeah. I'm buying novels as well, so I can start reading again. Um, that's just a genre, just easy reading. Um, yeah, I talk to a lot of family overseas because they're pretty much worse than us as well. So yeah, but yeah. So um, yeah, I just do that uh, general stuff just to get a day go quick. Day goes by, yeah. Until so you found being uh, having because I don't have, as you know, but as others don't, I don't have family that I know overseas. Yeah, so yeah. obviously with you having family overseas, have you found that this has brought you guys closer because you're checking in on each other more or not really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say yeah. closer. Um, like it's kind of made me go, oh, my God, I really want to travel. Like I just want to mm-hmm. go see Hagen because the last time I was there, I was nine. So that's obviously only 30 years ago now. <laughs> um, that That's Albania itself? Yeah, Albania and... Um, Macedonia, yeah, um, and some in Turkey and like Sweden and a little bit. I didn't know Sweden. Yeah, oh, even I'm learning stuff here. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot, but yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So there's so many things that we like. They tell me a lot of things, and they educate me on things, and you know, just good to see like family stuff that we don't probably wouldn't usually have the chance to do it. I can do it in lockdowns, you know. That's the only way. But, yeah, uh, take it as it comes, I guess. But see what happens. So with um, with the circumstances of your dad passing away and, and whatnot, which was before lockdown, Way before. have you easier now to discuss the circumstances around your dad passing and and any mental health that may be linked to that or have you sort of it's sort of just it is what it is and you've had to deal with it does that make sense bit of both um yeah a lot of I've got a lot of trauma from that I'd say 
um, you obviously had cancer and, you know, the crap that we had to see with it. Mm-hmm. But um, and being the pretty much the only one there every day for a long time was really hard on my mental health. But um, I, I'd say it's both. So I do see a lot of my mental health issues linked to that time. Mm-hmm. But I've slowly, slowly letting them go. I think time is just swollen. Yeah. Um, but I do see things that I might be, I'll just deal with it. But yeah. uh, I don't see a lot of it's linked to that. Um, yeah, not a lot anymore. Before, yes, but not so much now. Was he someone that, like, obviously the cultural difference and the age difference, was he one to also put that sort of stuff aside or did he open up about that, that sort of stuff? Uh, he opened up. But I didn't really have bad mental health back then anyway. Like, I was pretty... Um, I was pretty good back then. Mm. Um, it's only after him it just skyrocketed. But he wouldn't talk about it like with himself or or other family members or anything like that. We didn't really have like I was, I'm I'm pretty much the only one in the family who's had the most. Okay, family. so the your siblings haven't really, as far as you're aware of, haven't really had or spoken about anything. Nah. Um, he. He took every illness as seriously, but he was pretty open-minded, I've got to say. Like, even when I talk about him, like, as passing or if I say circumstances, I'm like, oh, my dad would say this, oh, my dad would do that. Mm. Everyone's like, wow, he sounds so open-minded. I'm like, he really was. Like, I don't, but I don't think he would ever shy from mental health. So if I told him I'm literally suffering, like, not now, previously, but if yeah. I told him and I'm thinking like this, I'm thinking like that, he would help me. He'd help, yeah. We interrupt this podcast for a quick promo break, but don't stress, we'll be back soon. Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And And we're Witches Talking Tarot. And we've brought you a show all about the occult. We're talking different lores and mythology. Yes, creature features, cryptids, aliens, you name it, we'll cover it. Conspiracy theories. Absolutely. And pagan holidays and 100%. All eight of them. Spiritual living, you name it. That's right. We've got it for you. So if you want, come sit with us for a spell and let us make you laugh. We are Witches Talking Tarot. Thanks, everybody. I still want to roll another plant. Like, I, yeah, I hear that. That's welcome to the PM podcast. That's how it goes. Sometimes you want to roll another plant. Sometimes you want to pour another shot. Light one up with us. Pour a shot with us. Because I'm going to pass it to you eventually. And if it's not lit, then I'm going to tell you, hey, light yours. Because I'm a light mind. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. You can only find that on pnmpodcast.com. Let me tell you that again because I don't think you heard it. PNMPodcast.com Stacey! As a podcast listener, you love to listen. So imagine if you could listen seamlessly throughout every room of your home, your office, your business, or even outside by the pool. With DL, you can. Connected through Wi-Fi, Dio speakers provide a high-quality audio, no matter if it's music, podcasts, books on tape, you name it. 
I can walk in the front door, go downstairs in my basement, and then go all the way up to my bedroom and not have to worry about any adjustments to the audio. Dio speakers are so unique, they're actually compatible with other brand speakers. So you could have five Dio speakers all across your home, and you can add other brands of speakers that are compatible with Dio. The price of Dio speakers is actually 60% lower than an entry-level Sonos speaker. Installing the speakers takes less than a minute. You can play any audio from your Apple devices simply using AirPlay 2. So what are you waiting for? To use our discount, check out dioconnect.com slash blind knowledge. That's dioconnect.com slash blind knowledge. Dio, the way to go. See, that wasn't too long. Now back to the episode. I think that's the biggest thing is that with everyone and everything going on, you need a good support system. And a lot of people don't have that, but you and I especially, we're very lucky to have that support system with ourselves as well as with those around us. Because as you said before, like both of us went through some serious shit through lockdowns Mm. and all we did was send each other shit the whole time. Yeah. The cat TikToks? Was it cat memes? It was was cat TikToks and memes and then we've also um, physically sent stuff. So, like, I've sent you gifts and you've sent me gifts and (laughs) I think... We're very lucky in that regard. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you've got a friend like how we've got, then you just hold on to them for dear life, really. Oh, absolutely. I think it's something that a lot of people took for granted before lockdown, and now it's really come to terms as to how much people mean to each other, not being able to see them. That's it. Mm. But, um, yeah, I th- I'm much better than I was. But, yeah, I've still got working working on things I think um so I spoke to an old boss I used to obviously old boss um we caught up for lunch one day and um she was talking and she agreed and she said um I didn't deal with dad's death very well like I was it was the first of things for me like yeah like death related like I I experienced a lot of life and hardship and relationships and I've been in abusive relationships and everything but um, that was the hardest in regards to death or losing someone close to me. Like I've lost uncles, grandfathers, grandmothers. It didn't faze me, but like it hurt, but it was nothing like I didn't have to see it every day. Yeah. But, but dad, dad dying and not seeing him every day really got me really bad. Yeah. I was very close to him. Like we pretty much the same personality-wise, like very independent, very know what we want, go get it, go us. Um, open-minded, respectful, and very like kind, but also mm. get on the bad side. Don't don't go there. <laughs> but yeah. um, we're very much the same that way. And I found that that's one of the reasons why I found it so hard because um, I love my mum, but she's the opposite of me. Like she's soft, she's endearing, like she's a mum. And yeah, um, I love her, but yeah, she's opposite of me. So where I lack, she makes up for. Yeah, and do you know, you, um. Because I know for me personally, I've been on and off different meds most of my life when it comes to this sort of stuff. I know you've recently sort of dabbled in and out of different meds or, or particular meds. Have you found that that's sort of helping you or, or not really? Because I know everyone tends to react or, or have a different view and opinion when it um, comes to medications and mental health. I think they work it depends on your your um I like I really didn't want to go down the uh, mm. med like I really struggled with that when she said to me you got to go on the medication I was like huh like I did not want to go yeah I, like I take it but because my mind is at that place where I'm like I really can't it's not fixing itself kind of thing mm. like I took it in my 
my stride, if that makes sense. Yep. Like, yep, I can, I go, I'm able to snap out of it. I'm able to fix myself. I'm able to change my mindset. I'm able to meditate. I'm able to do anything. So you but, saw it as it was almost like concealing it as opposed to actually helping it. Like it was hiding it away. Yeah, I was like, oh, do I have to take the medication? Like, she goes, mm. you don't have to because it's, you know, you have to think, like your mind's, she goes, when you have those thoughts, it's that's when your mind is like, yeah. Um, I know that, I knew that would help, and I'm, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of friends that um, took them. But I, was, I saw the, look, I saw a lot of people that got to their great meds and they were really good, but I saw when they didn't work or when they weren't matched well or they weren't at their right grades, and I'm like, I can't be, I, I want to be at a good place. I just want to be really, like, good mindset. And it's so hard to tell because, like, you don't know how it's going to affect you until you start them. Yeah. But then there's always that transitional period of, like, a week or so before they properly start to work and you're like, yeah. fuck, you feel like shit. And it's like, is it worth it? And Yeah, that's pretty much. Through that week. Um. Yeah, so I, I tried one tablet at the start and I was just felt so ill, like, I just didn't feel great. Mm-hmm. And she doused and um they've been working okay um uh, that combined with like meditation i was still learning um religiously how to pray and stuff and that's kind of like a meditation as well so um that and even stuff like um so what i've been doing with mum is we're learning how to like gratitude lists if it makes sense yeah, so, yeah. so like you know obviously close friends we've got each other um roof over our heads we've got food on the table like things like that just to get that mindset back into how I used to be because I was really like straight down the line I was really happy like I was never like I would never say say I would I wouldn't say I had mental health issues back in the day you know like I would they were just there but like if something was bad would happen yes but they were never every day there wasn't every day but now like I mean I'm no like I said I'm nowhere near as bad it's taken me a long time I'm I'm, I laugh more now like I smile now more now like I'm finding joy for him again yeah but um yeah I'm nowhere near as bad but yeah medication has helped but also I'm doing other things as well like obviously like I said praying and meditation and stuff meditating um (laughs) yeah that's helping as combined together speaking of the the praying and such because when we first met and we first started like the friendship started you know you've always been open about your cultural and religious background but you've never really properly stuck not stuck to it but you know what I'm saying like you weren't like I am this or that yeah Yeah. and going through lockdown and such it's definitely the the religious background has definitely blossomed more I would say than it was beforehand would you say that's helped or hindered or changed anything in relation to the way you view or or see mental health no I think it's actually um because in Islam like they see mental health now because they know that situation the current world it is quite stressing and the current climate of the way the world is like in governments and everything else yeah they take it pretty seriously and they're trying to encourage like the young muslims like say hey this do this do that try this try that so um they they do see it as a serious thing as well um as as anything else like again so they do take it seriously which is good um i wouldn't say albanians they'll never will um it's gonna time I'm um, actually, uh, like you know yourself, my mum and my my I don't know my but my dad, my mum's very open minded and mm. quite lucky. Like that's why I'm like that. But um, we're quite lucky that I was able to talk to her about it. Um, that's I feel like Albanians don't take it, um, so much seriously. Um, yeah. they're, we're just lying about it or you know 
it's not a thing or like it yeah. does but um sort of like an excuse like yeah. a, you feel like this way so you've got to blame blame yeah. it blame it on mental health yeah yeah um, yeah down go have a nap and come back you know like or... you'll be fine shake it off <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's <laughs> nothing I hate more than that. <laughs> kind of ADHD, babe, but that's actually not. <laughs> that's mm. the mental health. <laughs> um, that's why I'm kind of happy that, like, I'm very opinionated, as we all both know, but I talk about on my page and my Instagram, like, to say mental health is actually is- a serious issue. Like, I, I say, like, but it is an actual issue. Yeah, I, as someone like myself, you know, that is a serious thing and we need to talk about it. So that's why I do talk about it. And I could did a, like a poll years ago. Uh, do you guys see me as a mental health advocate? And that like hundred percent all said yes, which is great. So I, I do talk about it a lot on there too. Because so to- obviously, with that being said, like with them having that hundred percent mm. seeing you, then that's so I I assume you'd find that having that social media outlet and platform has helped as well, and that you've got that extra support as much as you don't know the people they've still gone through similar or same, well, not same, but similar circumstances to where they can still reach out and you can help and they can help sort of thing. So you get that interaction. Yeah, the engagement. But um, as a, like someone that's an outsider, I think that does help, you know, as you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so you've so obviously you've found that social media is as an extra support system. It's an extra yeah. support group. Mm. Have you had anyone that's like when you post stuff like that been negative or or just standoffish because you've posted it i found out some tea for family that they have been they don't say anything via dms but they have been saying to this person that yeah i'm completely sure it's about that mm. um again it's a cultural thing because mm. uh, like i said 100 you know like so they're, they're, they're watching like they've got someone watching that goes back to them sort of thing yeah like they're watching what okay. i do what yeah. i say about it and then they're like oh she said that you know Mm, or um, sort of thing <laughs> mm. pretty much um they're always going to talk about me I've, I've done more things than most of them <laughs> um yeah so as a cultural thing I think that's where it stems from and I think mostly embarrassed to shame the culture like they're embarrassed mm-hmm. what the, what the culture is going to say yeah I think a lot of it that's what it comes down to especially the as European, yeah, they definitely worry what people are going to say if they have got depression or anxiety. But it's so common now, like people don't realize the telltale signs, like the signs mm. of anxi- anxiety. That's a general anxiety disorder. It's general anxiety. It's why everyone has it. It's pretty common now. Like, I mean, that was one of the reasons why I started this. It was like the stigma around mental health, even today in 2022, is just ridiculous. Like, so many of us are dealing with different things, but yet, it's still taboo and it shouldn't yeah. be. We should all be talking about it because we can yeah. all help each other. Well, I say to them to the face, I go, like, look, you know, I think as a culture, we definitely need to talk about it. Mm. Um, yeah. And then obviously they're like, yeah, yeah, but obviously no. But yeah. um, I know, like, I, I just find that and it's going to sound rude. This is really going to sound rude. But I feel like when they're ignorant, they're not going to want to know better. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do better, yeah. learn better. And um, obviously I'm not ignorant and I'm open-minded. I'm obviously very open about that. And I think we all should learn every perspective and including mental health. And if there someone's feeling a certain way and why they're feeling a certain way about a situation or just about themselves, we've got to find out why. And 
they don't think of that. So, so have you found family members that are in and around your age are similar though, or are they still because of the culture that they've been brought up in? It's yeah. still very standoffish. Very standoffish. There's some. I think. I think if they're not ignorant and they're educated, they're not. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, not some of the smartest person in the world, but you know, unless I'm open-minded about things and yeah. Fine. For someone that's, you know, like, to be fair, I don't think I would have been so bad if Dad didn't die. Yeah. Um, with all that stuff then. Um, but if he didn't, I don't think I'd be able to pick up my pieces because there was an end to that. It made it worse. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, if, if, if they're ignorant, they don't want to learn, and that's pretty much the consensus of Yeah, them. I think that's but, most people. Yeah. Like, regardless of culture, like, as soon as they're in a certain mindset and they don't want to learn, there's no point. Yeah. And and I'm like, you know what, if you don't want to learn, I'm, I'm, I'm wasting my time if you don't want to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's pretty much it. But um, I try not to, like, associate myself as 100% Albanian because I brought up in Australia, like, I'm yeah. Australian, and my mum agrees because she's more Australian like, you yeah. saw her um <laughs> she's and she speaks australian like she's i wouldn't classify her as albanian like she can speak it but end of the day she goes i'm more muslim than albanian you know like that's yeah. my religion that's why i attach to yeah. she goes I, I i can say arabic words she goes you know like that's that shows a lot she's yeah. um i don't think i can associate myself as an i say for myself i can't say, say that i'm albanian because albanians are ignorant mm-hmm. like i find the ones that i know I find that they just don't want to learn. Um, it's a cultural thing, 100%. And, like, if I speak to someone that's educated, that's Muslim as well, that's, like, you say, Arabic, Lebanese, um, any nationality, they're still yeah. open-minded about mental health and yeah. take it seriously as well. So um, it's definitely just a cultural thing. They just don't want to be, I don't know, they think it's a shame or something. I'm not sure. Mm. But, yeah, that's, that's the way they think. Yeah. yeah. But they do have it themselves, but they just don't want to admit that they have it. I can see the signs then when I'm when I'm there talking to them. Like they'll get anxious about something or they get really stressed and yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's anxiety. <laughs> but well, um speaking of gratitude that we we're talking about before, because we're going to slowly wrap this up. Mm-hmm. I would like to do at the end of my episodes, um, three things I'm thankful for, whether it be today or in general. So, with that being said, what are your three things that you would like to say gratitude for? Um, obviously, for my friendship with you, is, uh, I'm not the same. But like, I've I got a lot of I've I've this year. I said to you and you know, a lot of friends, I go, this year's going to be my year. I'm going to focus all about me. I'm trying to lose weight. Like, I got to fix my mental health, or at least alter it you know, in the way mm-hmm. that I can manage it. And I'm like, I'm learning to pray and I'm finding all these things. So I'd say my friends now are my bestest friends I've had in a yep. long time. So it's you and, and a few others. I don't have a lot. I try to keep my circle small, but you're one of them, obviously. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I say my friends. Um, second is obviously my mum because, like, again, she's amazing. Like, I'm down, she's up. Um, she's down on my work. We just, we just, you can yank like if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yep. We're literally 
what I miss she covers in and what she lacks I, I get in, you know. Yep. Like, it's just like a perfect match, mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say yes, my mum. And my, I say me. <laughs> no, you, it makes sense. <laughs> my personality as a, as a person, obviously, um, makes like I, I wish there was more out there like that, you know, it probably is. But like more determined, more. I'm grateful that it's me. You know, like I am this person. I am who I am today. Is that my, am I making sense? Yeah, absolutely. I who I am today. I'm grateful for. So who I am as an individual, as a woman, like educated, trying to build a build a platform. You know, like um, fixing her mental health. You know, um, networking like no tomorrow. Working full time is still. You know, like. I'd say, yeah, I'd say my personality, who I am as a person now is who I'm thinking. No, it makes complete sense. So for me, it would be my job because I know a lot of people who've lost their job through through COVID and lockdown. Uh, second would definitely be the same, friendship, 100%. We're very similar in that regard that we don't have a huge friends group, but the, the group <laughs> we do have is very dear to us, yeah. including ourselves. <laughs> yes, um, and the third thing I would say, my niece and nephew, I reckon. Oh, so <laughs> this, I know, I know. Being an artist, as, is as best. you know, like I'm, I'm not having, I'm not having kids. Um, but I love them to pieces, like they're my own. So I'll give that for number three. <laughs> nah. So this, being an artist is the best. It is, isn't it? It's. I love so, it. It's so good. I've got so many stories about it. <laughs> So with that being said, we're going to wrap up. Um, So where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram as Elegance of She. I'm also on TikTok. I'm also on YouTube as well. And you're all under the same bracket, isn't it? It's all Elegance of She, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. And talk to you for the first time in forever because of lockdown. I know. And with that being said, I am going to end the episode. So thank you so much. No, thanks for including me. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mental Health Mondays. If you or anyone you know has a story to tell, whether that is mental health related or even just an anecdote for my other episode in the week, Sweet and Sour Nuggies, please get in touch with us via email or via our social links. You can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at ssnuggiespod. That is S-S-N-U-G-G-I-E-Z pod. Or you can email us at nuggiespod at gmail.com. Once again, this has been your host, Ebony, and thank you for listening.